Welcome to the very first episode of Why To Kill Me. It's the kickoff, baby. As a good, as a wise man once said, "Slappy New Year." <laughs> kill me then, kill me now. <laughs> Didn't kill the crowd that night, though. No reaction oh when he God. said it. Oh, uh, I I think the slap notes gets the most reaction out of anything they do in WWE. <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get Holy into shit. it. shit. Well, guys, we're starting with the first Nitro of 2000. I think it was January 3rd in uh, Greenville. Greenville. Okay, Greenville. Raleigh's actually in North Carolina there, Bucky. Yet, so I didn't, uh, Raleigh is a city in North Carolina. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Greenville, South Carolina. I wasn't I wasn't in my notes yet, so. <laughs> Can I start? I actually have. So I'm going to try to keep up on this, on the title history. Oh. As we go the through the year. Title history as we go. Okay. So starting out the year. We've got the Cruiserweight Champ. Now, this person wasn't even on this show. Do you know who the Cruiserweight Champ was going in? Oh, I know because I watched the Thunder. Oh, so you know that it's Medusa. It's Medusa. Yes, the big deuce herself. The big deuce. <laughs> of course, we know the U.S. Champ being Slap Nuts himself, Slap Jeff nuts. Jarrett. The World Champ being Brett with one T, Hart. <laughs> and the tag titles and the TV title both coming into the year vacant. The oh, tag yeah, titles. Heard about the TV title yet. Well, okay, so the tag titles are vacant because in December Hall and Nash vacated them because Hall was injured. Yeah. Which led to the tournament we're going to talk about tonight. The, the te- half the tournament that we're talking about. <laughs> the half the tournament. What an apropos way to start. <laughs> half, Halfway into something. Halfway in. That's WCW in a nutshell. <laughs> and the TV title is vacant because in November Scott Hall also was the champ and he threw the belt. In a dumpster, and said, "I don't want this piece of trash." Uh, but that will come back into play in February. Oh, the TV title is recovered by a janitor, but we'll get to that in February. I think I know who it might be. <laughs> they've been dressed like a janitor the last this entire show. Ah, uh, you got it, you got it. <laughs> also, thank God that we're coming in in 2000 because this is the first. Back to two-hour Nitro. Oh, good. The end of De- the, the December 27th one was still three hours. Oh, This is the first time. Yeah, I couldn't watch three hours of this shit. This was a chore at two. <laughs> I know, and we, and we have to change our uh, Thunders to Wednesdays because I think the, I watched, spoiler, I watched ahead to the first Thunder of 2000, and from there... They said that they were moving to Wednesdays. Ooh, okay. I do remember when that happened. Yeah. Oh, man. 22 years ago, Joel. Man, what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. So what were, what were you doing? January 2000, what grade were you in? Still in? I mean, you're in high school. Wait, were you? I think I was like, right. I think I was a freshman when 9-11 happened. Shit, so you're right. So, yes, I was still in middle school. So I was a freshman. I was in the middle of my freshman year. Yeah. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. All right. All right. Shall we begin? Well, guys, Nitro, January 3rd, Greenville, South Carolina. All they keep hyping is a fucking, there's going to be a new commissioner. Oh, my God. The whole so night. Greenville, South Carolina, did, did you know who it was? No, I couldn't remember. Did you? The whole time I was like, it's got to be Flair. I figured Flair. Yeah. Their throw-offs did not throw me off. <laughs> so here's, here's a list of some of the potential commissioners that are mentioned throughout yeah, the night. Bobby Heenan is amazing in this. Even, <laughs> even 
Though, this shit is awful. Bobby Heenan is still throwing in one-liners where I'm losing my shit constantly. Oh, my God. Do you, do you have a list of who, they, who he said? No, I just have, like, a few moments where uh, there's... <laughs> one of my favorite lines is uh, Mike Tanay says, I heard Bruno San Martino might be one. <laughs> yes. And then Bobby Heenan said, No, that's a cheap bottle of wine someone ordered. That's <laughs> <laughs> a cheap bottle of red. That one got me, too. Right before that, he said he heard Luthez was going to be the commissioner. <laughs> Later on, we hear Bob Geigel. Oh, uh, we heard Ric Flair, Harley Race, and my favorite was Nash said he heard the Z-Man was going to be <laughs> the commissioner, Tom Zink. Oh, man. But that's later on in the show. Oh. we got to get into the opening here. Can we talk about the opening montage and how awful the cuts are? I don't know what's happening. No. Or what the time no span really was on that na- montage. Yeah, they don't lay events out where like, you know what's going on. They, they just show like people yelling at each other and then people hitting each other. <laughs> it, the whole thing feels like absolute chaos. They assume that we are avid fans. Yeah. And know everything. Yeah. And we don't. At all. Yeah. It, the whole thing is just a clusterfuck of like, if, if this is your first time ever watching WCW, you would be so goddamn lost going oh into the show. Oh my God. Because I'm so goddamn lost going into the show. Yeah. I watched this when it happened. <laughs> and I'm so goddamn lost going into the show. I don't remember uh, hardly anything about this. So to set up, we got an NWO, a new NWO. Do we? Because I didn't even hear their music 11 times. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that was NWO, regardless. God. We got an NWO of Jeff Jarrett, Bret Hart, Kevin Nash, and Scott Steiner. We do. Which I guess Steiner joined the Nitro before this. I, well, we think it was the Nitro before I think this. It was. Nobody I don't really know. told us. All we watched was he was in a, neck, he was in a back brace and cried. <laughs> and then uh, out of nowhere, he turns on somebody. Or oh. he turned on Sid. He turned on Sid, yes. Yeah, and then they hit him with a car. <laughs> No, they ran over his car with a monster truck. <laughs> they ran over with a monster they truck. They put him in a car, and they ran over his car with a monster truck. But I'm so glad Tony told us that Vicious only suffered a compressed vertebrae after being run over <laughs> by a monster truck because he laid himself across the center console. <laughs> that what a smart man. Shivani's way of getting out of crushing your body. Don't worry, fans. He laid himself over the center yeah. console. And then he showed he showed the effects of his injury by wearing the puffiest neck brace, <laughs> oh which smushed his face up. Like, he, if he would have only seen his head, you would have sworn he was a 1,000 pounds. He, he, looked, <laughs> he looked so silly at the end of his match later on. <laughs> well, Again, we'll get, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, my we get God. Into our, our first match, which... But, but before the first match... Whoa. Just watching this opening segment before the first match, yeah. WCW equals monster trucks and Lear Jets mm-hmm. because there's so much vehicle yeah, in the opening follow, segment. We have to follow the commissioner from arriving at the Greenville airport to the fucking arena. <laughs> my nose is whistling. It's so funny. How many times do they cut back to this car just driving? Oh, my God. And the motorcade. Oh, my God. How the many motorcade. times did Shivani say, the motorcade is bringing the, the commissioner? motorcade. Oh, my God. Also, before we before we get into this stuff, I do want to establish our favorite match and our favorite, favorite segment of each show, too. Ooh, okay. Perfect. I do have one for this. 
I like it. I definitely, oh, God, I have so many for Thunder. Favorite match and favorite segment. Okay, all right. Awesome. But, Good uh, to know going in. Right up in our first match. I think so. This is the this, uh, this is the this is the middle of the sixteen <laughs> lethal, team tournament. Lethal lottery. Oh, now and granted, there, a lot of these are just tag teams that got. So that means they drew each other's team members. Right. A, gr- a good share of these people. Probably off the top of my head, seven of these teams. Yeah, they just drew. They just drew their own partner. Nobody shuffled these names <laughs> up in the lottery. <laughs> There's a lot of papers getting stuck to, stuck to one another. <laughs> Somebody had sticky fingers. Names. Holy shit. Um, wow. So we got Buzzkill, who is a tie-dye-rip-off-the-road dog. Bow, now, now, now. He is... Oh, my God. He even changes the way he speaks, like his tone of voice. Yeah. To sound like his brother. <laughs> And this is not the only person that speaks in rhymes like a like Road Dog. We'll get into another. We'll get into like a team later that does it too. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. When that comes, I I, I can't remember off the top of my head now. You'll know when I bring. I'm it sure I will. But he is teaming with, with Mike Rotundo, part of the Varsity Club. The man looks sixty. Now and hold he's on. Dressing his fucking. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna debate with you right now. I have that. Rotunda actually looked decent. Yeah, he didn't look bad, but he does not look like someone that should be part of a varsity club. No, but here's the thing. The varsity club was created in 1987. <laughs> NWA, 1987, with the same three freaking members that are there now in 2000. Was a borderline naked lay meow part of the varsity club in 1980? No, they improved. <laughs> they improved. Because anytime I get to see... Lay me out dancing in nitro. Oh my god! Yeah, that's like, come on, Alaya. That's come on, Alaya. Oh, that's, well, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, and, and and dancing on it, jumping on a trampoline. She can't even move. They're so fake they don't bounce. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, she has cement boots. She does. <laughs> Shivani's like, oh, I don't know anything better than that. I'm like I do, real ones. <laughs> There's nothing going on there, Shivani. <laughs> she she looks like an action figure when she, she bounces, when she jumps on it. Her clothing is bouncing. Yeah. So yeah, but they just have her jumping on a on a small trampoline for the entire match. Oh my god! Then they cut to her more than they actually show the match. There's an uncomfortable amount of time they cover her before the match even begins. Oh yeah. While Sullivan just blows his whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Sullivan, it's, by the way. This is something creepy with the varsity club that it's two old men ordering oh, around yeah. a woman that is definitely thirty years their junior. Oh, it's creepy. <laughs> like how. How did this relationship form? It's creepy. Now, I think Rotunda strikes me as young here because the last few incarnations of Mike compared Rotunda. Compared to Kevin Sullivan? Well, compared to Sullivan. Compared to Sullivan, everybody looks young. <laughs> but the last few incarnations of Rotunda were like Michael Wall Street, VK Wall Street, and IRS. This is the best he's looked since Captain Mike Rotunda in 1990 <laughs> when he ran his own sailboat. So. <laughs> Dude, when we finish Y2 Kill Me, let's go back to Y2 Kill Me 90 edition. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyways, what else do I, I have? I get into my notes on this Yeah, shit. so I've got Rotunda has the cheapest heat ever as he comes out to get started. Oh, God, I think I have it, too. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, let's talk about the Clemson Tigers. They don't deserve to wear orange. And then he just gets undressed. He gets like That's just- all he said. All he says, they don't deserve to wear orange. 
<laughs> and that's supposed to get heat. <laughs> I, I didn't know orange was such a held in high regard color. The best part is, though, <laughs> right before that, he says, Hey, Greenville, how you doing, you losers? <laughs> <laughs> then he oh, drops the God. orange line after that. Let's talk about those Clemson Tigers, huh? They don't deserve to wear orange. Let's start the match. That's it. That's it. He does not go on any more from there. Oh, That's my all God. He, all he says. I have no notes about the match, but I have a note about Sullivan on commentary making a joke about Richard Cranium. Richard Cranium. Oh, He's know. making a dickhead joke. <laughs> this is the Who humor. Sullivan on commentary is like, I think oh. his brother is Richard Cranium. Oh, my God. And I went, oh, no wonder. This is 2000, guys. I have a note that I do like the concept of the lethal lottery. I always thought it was like a cool idea, but it's just that even, especially when WCW did it, you could definitely tell it's not random. Right. Okay. Wow. There's a person that just went by on a bike really fast. I am a sucker also for lethal lottery, but it can also really suck when there's no thought put into it. Yeah. Um, or it can really suck when it's completely overbooked. Yeah. Or especially for like your tag team title tournament doing a lethal lottery. Right. It's very weird. I really enjoyed, so I mean, I know we're digressing a little bit here, but 91 and 92 Starcade. Yeah. They were both lethal lotteries. Oh, really? Yeah. The entire pay per views were lethal lotteries. And they ended with the Battle Bowl, Lethal Lottery, Battle Royal. Those were fun because there wasn't anything crazy big at stake. This one is weird because it's for the tag team titles. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's weird. Um, what else do I have here? I'm like trying to do a varsity gimmick. Isn't he like 50 here? Also, Lay Meow looks holding to be his daughter. Uh, I have that the uh, finisher looked fantastic with the modified H-bomb. I don't remember. You barely see it because all they cared about was standards and practices. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Miss Hancock coming out. And, and Miss Hancock. Our, our other Attitude Era ripoff where Miss Hancock is being a sexy right to censor. Yes. <laughs> yes, because this is right when the right to censor is kicking off. Yeah. So, of course, you've got to rip it off. Of course. You've got to rip it off because you're... You're ripping off a road dog. Exactly. Why wouldn't you? right to censor. Um... So, yeah, we've got standards and practice who would become Lenny and Lodi. Okay. Yeah, did you notice that? I, I guess. I didn't. They, they show them so quickly oh, yeah. that you can barely Literally, see them unless you knew. Every match has like a thing where they, like, they go back and forth with like two different like things, and they don't even barely show the, the end of a match, and it's just chaos. Almost all these matches end in absolute chaos. Oh, my God. It's no idea what's going on by the end. Every single match. We're going to have to fix that later, bud. He broke his bike. Oh, I broke his bike. Yeah, we'll fix it later. Keep it right here. Um, so every single match, I, I think, I think, now I could be wrong, maybe there's one that doesn't. I'm pretty sure every single match has interference. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yep, I would say, so. for Nitro, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for Nitro, every single match has every something. Every match has some kind of interference. There's sometimes where the interference starts even before the match starts. Oh my God. <laughs> like, the minute the bell rings, someone is already walking to the ring to interfere in the match. <laughs> it's so bizarre. <laughs> There's one match coming up that has double digits of interference. God. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah. this match uh, ends with uh, Leia Meow getting taken off. Hopefully we'll see the payoff in that later. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, they put a sheet over her, I guess. <laughs> abducted her or something. The Harris, the Harris Brothers win. Don't, yeah, Harris Boys win. The Harris Boys win and move on. Yeah. Yep, Harris Boys win and move on. Uh, and what'd you think of the match? It was... It was a match. There's yeah, nothing. There like, was nothing there. Like that, they barely <laughs> showed the match. I know. They were that's... too busy showing Leia Meow jumping, <laughs> and then standards of practice. And then like I don't even think like a minute went by before standards of practices jumped in. No. If it was a minute, it was a minute ten. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, I think Rotundo did some decent stuff, I guess. But beyond that, it was. Rotundo and one of the Harris boys had a fun little doodad yeah, like in the a beginning. Run spot or something. <sighs> but that, whatever. Like <laughs> this was nothing. This was absolutely nothing. Yeah. It did lead into um, the NWO arriving. Bret Hart arriving, I should say. Yeah. I, I have my Bruno San Martino <laughs> yes. joke here. And then, um, yeah, and then I have Boom Mike next, where halfway through the, halfway through the NWO segment, the Boom Mike just kind of fades into the, into the frame. <laughs> while they're freaking, How did I miss that? <laughs> well, they're just sitting there, and then... One of my favorite things. So they're sitting there, and then, like, out of nowhere, like, Nash is like, by the way, where's Brett, right? I don't even know where Brett is. And they cut to where Brett's arriving in the building, and then, like, right before they – like, you could hear in the background, they still like still have the <coughs> audio to the NWO. Yes. Nash is like, oh, there he is. <laughs> I have that written down. Like, I've never been a big fan of Nash. Even this shit where it's terrible is making me such a big fan of Nash. He shits he, on everything. Even if he doesn't care, like he still makes it entertaining. <laughs> Guys, my son is trying to antagonize me so bad right now. <laughs> he is riding on the road. Oh my god. So if I sound a little quiet, that's why at times. Nash is fucking great though. Yeah. His comments about WCW being like run very shittily his comments about just his snide remarks it's nash oh, yeah there's even like a, there's a promo later where like he brings up how ill-equipped they are yes <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not even about that it's just he just throws it in in the promo that he's cutting oh my god <laughs> it's so good but yeah the seriously where's brett and then they're just like talking to each other and then they cut to they cut to brett arriving in the building and then you did they just stay on the audio of the NWO promo long enough for, for Nash to be like, oh, there he is. I love it. And then immediately after that, Sid is getting a, Sid is attacking him and no one's saving him. So the NWO knows Brett's here, knows he's being attacked because they're watching the screen. And then no one shows up to help him. Sid in his short sleeve Arkansas Sid button down. wearing his neck pillow, fucking attacking <laughs> the shit out of Bret Hart. But then, then the EMTs come. And it's the weakest. I have it's the weakest beating of EMTs I've ever seen. Why would they attack and they're helping Brett? And they just come up and beat up the EMTs. They're kicking the shit out of the fucking EMTs. They're helping their teammate. I have written down why. <laughs> because why? Why would they? Um. Then so we've seen the monster truck from the week before. Yeah. We've seen the Learjet. Now we get a shot of the motorcade bringing the limo. To the building for the commissioner. Yeah. For the commissioner. Uh, next, we go to a segment with DDP. Oh, yeah. DDP. And then Kurt Hennig being like, hey, man, you don't have a match tonight. You should leave. Like, well, I'll make a match. Well, PG-13's in the ring. Okay, I'll beat them up. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you – okay, I know it's 2000, but how do you have Kurt Hennig on your roster? Yeah. 
and that's what you put him in. <laughs> it's all he does the entire He's game. there for five seconds to tell DDP PG-13's in the ring. <laughs> oh, Kurt Hennig is still good in 2000. God. Oh, is the rap is crap shit? Is that in the two th- in two thousand? I think that was ninety nine. Ah, oh, god no, damn it! I think it's past. I don't I, any of the good shit. If I remember right, Master P and the No Limit Soldiers is all nineteen ninety nine. But I have that DDP definitely equals the WCW Rock. Oh yeah, dude. In dress, Bar- DDP barely did anything, and I was already sold on him immediately. He has like for such sure. A, he has like such like a like a presence about himself where i'm like you're like the coolest guy in the room right oh now. yeah yeah straight up to his entrance um getting in the ring uh he's awesome yeah he's great and also my my other my other team that does the road dog was pg pg 13 reminded me so much of road dog too okay but now i will say this being a fan of pg 13 yeah pg 13 has been around since 1995 okay so they were around before the Road Dog. In fact, I would say Road Dog actually got some of his shtick from PG-13. Oh, really? Now that doesn't make a difference now because who oh, knows yeah. oh, who the yeah. fuck knows PG-13 and everybody yeah. knows Road Dog. Yeah. But PG-13 actually is a pretty interesting tag team. If you don't know anything about them, they were in the ECW in 1997. They were in WWF in 1997, and now they're in WCW in 1999 and 2000. Yeah. And then Wolfie D would yeah. go on to TNA oh, yeah, as Slash, Slash That's right. as a member of the New Church. So PG-13 spans such a wide range. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. But they're fucking jobbers in WCW. Oh, they're, yeah, they're pretty much just there just to make other people look good. I mean, they get the shit kicked out of them. But even though, like, they still make DDP look fucking awesome. Well, they did. Absolutely. Like, even, like, <clears throat> DDP does a TKO and they, they sell it as, like, a modified... Diamond Cutter, and it's like, God, they make every, any, anytime DDP hits a variation of Diamond Cutter, the crowd goes fucking insane. It didn't matter if it was 1997 when he started getting it over. Yeah. Or if it was 2002 when he was in WWE. Mm-hmm. He hits that Diamond Cutter, that, that, uh, yeah, the Diamond Cutter. Yeah. Holy shit. He hits the, di- <laughs> I was going to call it an RKO. He hits the Diamond Cutter, and it's fucking popping. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but why are they beating him up? Like, wh- why is that happening? He just wants a match. Why is this happening? He just wants a match. Okay. He just wants a match. Okay. Nash and Steiner are reason to not change. Oh, exactly. Oh my God. Nash? Okay. <laughs> NWO is going to be in a grand total of like five segments in the first hour of this Nitro. I'm so sick of their music Nash already. Nash does not take off that American Eagle white baseball cap that he's wearing. Especially during this match. Oh my god, I never noticed that. He, he, doesn't take, he doesn't take it off until like maybe like his second match he has on the show. <laughs> That's outstanding. And all, Steiner all in that fucking this, oversized shirt. God, that bed sheet that he's wearing. I hate that. And oh he, no. And not to spoil, but he wears the same shirt for freaking Thunder too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, but for a guy that puts over that he has such a great body... He's wearing a bed sheet for the first two shows of 2000. Because he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> because he doesn't give a shit about the product. Steiner. Oh, man. When we get to this NWO promo, Steiner is one of my favorite people on this show. Steiner we'll get, is fun. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> we get to it. I actually really enjoy his ending commentary, but we'll get to that, too. Yeah. And then, uh, so, yeah. So, this, the DDP 
kicks out of PG-13, which brings Nash and Steiner to the ring because they this was their uh, this was their uh, next match in their block of this Lethal Lottery Tag Team Title Tournament, where the sound guy fucks up and starts playing the Wolfpack theme at first. <laughs> yes, they even mention it. <laughs> well, the Wolfpack's here. Um, Steiner on the way to the ring. Steiner flipped off a fan, ripped a sign, and gave the whole arm fuck you. All on his way to the ring. When he's coming out with Nash. He just... Flipped off a fan, took the sign, ripped it, kicked it, and gave the whole arm fuck you. <laughs> Within a six-second span on his way to the ring. I feel like Steiner's going to be my favorite thing. Oh, Steiner in, in 2000, 2000 is fantastic. He only gets better. Especially when his chest starts to cave in. My God. Only gets better. Oh, I have another Heenan quote after after this match where uh, I think Heenan says something. I think this is where Heenan says that he heard Luthes was one of the com- was the commissioner. I think so, yeah. And Mike Tanay says, well, how, where'd you figure that out? He says, I have my source. And then Tanay says, is, is it reliable? He said, yeah, for five bucks, I'll tell you anything you want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh... I hope I don't remember how long Heenan stays on commentary in 2000. I don't think it's long. I don't think because I, I don't remember him in 2000 WC because yeah. the next thing I remember is 01 WrestleMania 17. Yeah, when he comes out with uh, yeah, the Legends he, Battle yeah, Royal. He does the Legends Battle Royal? That's right. And that seemed like I hadn't seen him in a while at that point, so yeah. he's probably not on very long. Um, I have a note. Did Nash and Steiner go to the back just to come out again yes. with Brett and Jarrett? Yes. There's <sighs> a. <sighs> There is an NWO segment right after this match where Nash and Steiner just had a match, go to the back, and then come back out with Brett and Jarrett for a promo. I hate that. Why didn't they just stay? I hate that. (laughs) I hate that so much. Let alone I hate that we had to hear the NWO music again. You're going to hear me say this. Oh, they play it all the time. It's so bad. Luckily, by Thunder, they start changing it up where they give people their own music with just N. W-O. And then it goes into their own music? Yeah. Good. Thank God. Yeah. Um, so I was, like, in the, on the Thunder, I was I was much appreciating it. When they come out together, it's the NWO theme. But, like, if they come out separately, it's their own music, but they have NWO in the beginning. Okay. All right. Uh, so but, we get an interview segment with the NWO here. Yeah. I just want to say, so I'm, I listen to My World, the okay. chair podcast. As do I. And it, it makes me appreciate them. That much more. But even watching here, like, it's like, you can definitely tell Jarrett Steiner, or no, uh, Steiner, Nash, and Brett just don't care. They're like literally sauntering like they're going to their deaths for this oh, yeah. promo. And J- but Jarrett is still like, uh, like, the minute the music hits, he's like pushing past people. He goes out in the crowd and starts yelling at them. He does this whole fucking like arm wave thing where he's like, get out of here kind of shit. And like... I mean, Jarrett might also be miserable, but, like, I feel like he's a huge pro where he's like, hey, I got dealt a shitty hand, but I'm going to make the best with what I got. I would agree with you. Um, and, honestly, Jarrett's on the rise here. Yeah. Um, he's going in. He, has he already been a champion? He has not been the WCW world, cha- world oh, really? champion. No. Okay. 2000 is the year of Jarrett. Okay. Yeah. He has only been a U.S. champion at this point. Um. Because he actually just came back to WCW in October. Yeah, it was at the end of, at the end, yeah, like near the end of 99. Yeah. Him and, 
him and uh, Russo come together. They almost come together. Almost, yeah. It was uh, No Mercy '99. Yeah, like they a had week the apart or something. the good housekeeping match. Yeah. Um, I like pissed Brett. Yeah, pissed Brett is pretty good, but uh, man, pissed Brett is good. But even here, like. When he was pissed Brett in WWF, like, he had, like, an agenda. Here, he's just being cookie-cutter heel and does not care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he doesn't care at all here. Um, like, at one point, he even just says the line, So, Sid, you big, stupid dummy. I love it. I have that written down, too. <laughs> Sid, you big, stupid dummy. Um, yeah, this is actually about two weeks after... Um, Brett had the concussion. Oh yeah, from Goldberg. That's, that was that's Starcade. pretty much what took him out of wrestling altogether. Yeah, right? from Starcade '99. So he's pretty, pretty down at this point already. Yeah. Um, this is of course your Slappy New Year. <laughs> Slappy New Year. First thing he says when he grabs the mic. Excuse me, but I just got to say one thing. Slappy New Year. <laughs> Yeah, like this promo's almost, for as much as I enjoyed it, this promo was pretty pointless. They're going to come back out when the oh, commissioner comes in. Don't get me started. There's no reason for this promo. Don't get me started. <laughs> they literally just come out to talk about how much they hate Sid and want to beat him up. I have issues with the promos. <laughs> for one, for what the hell's the reason? And for they two, take turns. They take turns just saying the same thing. They do. Four times in a row. They do. Oh, uh, Bucky, you're going to have to take over for just one second. I've got to do right. a, a math problem over here. All right. Um, Help me. Math problem. Yeah. Piper, what would you think? Hey, speaking of the mic here, <laughs> what do you think of the NWO promo on January 3rd, 2000 edition of Nitro? <laughs> Did you like it? No. I that was a shrug. Oh, she hated it. Wait, say it again in the mic. Go ahead. She said, for the record, no, said, I no, hate no, wrestling. I hate wrestling. Oh, wow. Guess what? You've just turned someone against wrestling. Yeah. Thanks, WCW in 2000. Yeah, thank you. My daughter loved wrestling before this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. We've got a math problem. Theo's baby brother, Thomas, is 24 <laughs> inches tall. <laughs> Theo is twice as tall as Thomas. How oh, tall is God. Theo? Well, Pipe, if Theo's baby brother, Thomas, is 24 inches tall... And Theo is twice as tall. You have to take that number times two. Okay. Yeah. 24 times two. There you go, Pipe. Anyways, back to Nitro. Dude, I love math. I love math, too. Actually, I'm a I don't math. Love math at all. Oh, my God. Shut up. I love math. <laughs> so we have uh, the, the promo for no reason. The promo for no reason. Wow, you just got hit. I know. Uh, we go into another tag match. We go into another tag match. Any more for the promo? I didn't um, have anything else for the promo. Uh, let's see here. These promos are so unpurposeful. How long can I listen to four guys take turns talking about beating up one guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. This is where that Nash has the line where he talks down WCW. Where he's like, oh, yeah. It would be nice if we had one more mic out here at WCW. That's right. <laughs> because they literally just take turns passing the mic. And this is where, uh, this is where I uh, bring up that Nash has been wearing the same American Eagle hat. <laughs> Since the beginning of the show, and this is an hour into the Nitro. I love it. Uh, and then, oh yeah, this is where Scott Steiner, Scott Steiner, when he does his, it's so bad. <laughs> he like, uh, 
So, like, this is, like, his first, like, big heel promo after he's turned, after he had his back brace on last Monday. Okay. And he's just trying to say things to freaking... He's just trying to say things to get to people to boo him. At oh, yeah. At one point, he says that the only real Scott Steiner fan wears a suit and works on Wall Street. <laughs> is this the promo he said that in? Yes! <laughs> Damn it, I missed that. I had a, I have a line here, like... The fact that you can you can only be a fan of Scott Steiner if you wear a suit and work on Wall Street could be talked about for three hours. That's amazing. Why? What about Scott Steiner <laughs> <laughs> would be intriguing to people on with, with wear suits and work on Wall Street? Oh my God! <laughs> you know, the more that I think about it, this segment was pretty fun. <laughs> Spends the whole promo talking down the crowd and then ends it with the only people that can be real Scott Steiner fans wear suits and work on Wall Street. <laughs> this, God. Like, if you know anything about the career of Scott Steiner, this is such a weird disconnect from all of Scott Steiner's career. And the, this isn't even the best Scott Steiner segment yet. Wait till the end. Oh, my God. The end is... He is he is building to a crescendo at the end. Oh of the yeah. Intro. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, I got nothing else on the promo unless you do. No, that's that's it. So I, we go next to a uh, tag team match. Another. Oh, wait, one more thing about the promo. Yeah. At the end, Nash just starts using like they all come with bats. So as the promo ends and they're playing the NWO music, Nash starts doing a combination of like Marine marches. Where, like, the bat is a gun, and then out of nowhere he starts doing lightsaber, like, <laughs> movements <laughs> with the bat. Just... Like, in the middle of the ring. <laughs> guys, if you haven't got the point yet, these guys don't give a Nash shit. Nash does not care at all. <laughs> they are getting paid exorbitant amounts of money and have no repercussions for whatever they do. This is literally like if you let the freshman class take over the school. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. Does not care. No. Does not care. Does not care at all. Now I'm ready for the match. Okay. Perfect. So we've got another uh, another match in the tag team tournament. Yes. This time, wow. Listen to these tag teams, guys. David Flair, Joel's favorite wrestler. Jesus. And Crowbar. Managed by Daphne, rest in peace. Oh, we're getting flashed. We got flashed. We got flashed by your wife. Hey, that's what happens here on Studio C. Taking on Lash LaRue. Man. And And Midnight. Midnight. Man. Lights out, Midnight. Guys, I hate three-fourths of this match. Her Midnight's music is odd. It is a weird gong followed by the lights going out, and then they come back on with her already in the ring. Yes, okay, I was making sure I didn't miss anything. That's exactly and I, what it is. At first I was like, are they just doing this just for this match? I watched the Thunder. They do it for her match on Thunder, too. That's her music. Well, let me tell you, I'm pretty sure Midnight was only in WCW for four months. Really? November to February. <laughs> We're in the middle of her star-studded run right here, man. Well, they're building her like such a big deal. Well, she's the sister of Booker T and Stevie Ray. God. I mean, she's midnight because she's black. That's right. That's WCW. I'm not. This is not anything <laughs> crazy. 
Guys, I hate three-fourths of this match. Hate it. Yeah. Uh... Katie's going to come in and let us know what she thinks of Nitro in 2000. Hey, what did you think of the uh, Nitro in 2000 run? First thoughts. I mean, I know it's the beginning of the year. Never watched it. Whatever. You were a fan in 2000. You're a better person. You're a better person than us. Who'd you love in 2000 when you were 13 years old? Nine. Now wait a minute. Yeah. You liked The Rock. Yeah. The Rock was not The Rock when you yeah, were nine. That's true. I did have a Rock poster and. You did. I know this. You were not a. You were not uh, in '96. You were not loving all like T.L. Hopper. Seventh grade, probably. Um, thirteen be like seventh grade. Yeah. Oh, see, Nitro killed her love of wrestling. Nitro, look at all, look at all the lives you destroyed. Already, Piper hates it. Katie hates it. My look God, look at all the lives you destroyed, Nitro. Good Lord, Jesus. She was, she was a WWE fan. There you go. So you weren't watching Midnight and Lash Larue team up in the Lethal Lottery on Nitro? <laughs> no, this didn't pique your interest. You didn't do the. You didn't have the pay per view. Oh no, this was on TNT. Yeah, I know. It's shocking right. that this tag match was for free on TV. Oh, yeah. You would you think, you, you'd think you'd have to call your local cable provider Can to get this one. <laughs> Just amazing. Fucking amazing. Crowbar and David Flair. Crowbar First and David Flair. On free TV. Can you believe I know. That? I can't. Um, <laughs> uh, let me just say, I liked Midnight more than David Flair. Don't even think about this for a second. Well, no, I, I can't, I can't really get a get a tell on David Flair. This is my first time actually seeing him in a match ever, so I couldn't get really get really a tell on him. I hate she doesn't it. do anything in this match. She runs a couple spots with uh, Crowbar, and you know what? They're better than anything David Flair uh, you did. You know what I'm going to say right now, and this might be a spoiler even for my uh, for my Thunder review. I'm a big fan of Crowbar. Oh my God, yes, dude! I want Crowbar to do more stuff. Dude, do you know Crowbar's past? What's Crowbar's past? Devin Storm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. He was wrestling Sabu in 96 yeah. ECW. Him and Jerry Lynn on that uh, uh, Mighty Maccabee show that you had at your Fucking house. right. Mighty Maccabee. <laughs> Mighty Maccabee knew that Devin Storm meant something in 95. Yeah. But no, Crowbar, even in these awful, awful matches, Crowbar is working his ass off. Oh, and yeah. He look, he's a cool dude, too. Yep. There's even a match on this show. Where him and someone else do some pretty cool stuff together. Yes, I. Yep, I think we both know what we're talking about there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, all I have is uh, <laughs> nothing. I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have like Larue and Crowbar working their ass off, and then I don't, and then after that, I just put four things are happening at once. I'm lost. Okay. Yes, <laughs> I have. There's eleven people in this segment. Not even there's Crowbar, Flair, and Daphne, right? Yes. There's Midnight and Lash Larue. Yeah. There's Stevie Ray on commentary. Yeah. That's six. Booker T runs out. That's seven. And then there's Big Vito, Johnny Stamboli, oh, yeah. Disco, Disco Inferno, Disco and Tony Mamaluke. There are eleven people that come out for this segment. What in the fuck are you oh. doing? And yes, Tank Abbott comes out too because Tank because I have a note that says Tank Abbott looking like a dad that just mowed his lawn. No, he doesn't come out during this. Oh, maybe I okay. Did you miss the whole? Saying. Hold on. Okay, so hold the phone. So uh, I believe it is Crowbar and David Flair. Move on. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right? Then we go to the back, and we have a backstage segment of Luger dressed as a frightening sting, walking with Liz. I don't remember this at all. And Luger comes out and cuts a quick little promo as dressed as Sting in the most frightening fucking makeup I've ever seen. Was this another thing that happened? This happened. Because, hold on, then Luger says, I want to wrestle any Joe Schmo in the back, and that's when Tank Abbott comes out. Okay. So Luger and Tank Abbott come out. Now, hold on. Okay, so I'm telling you something you forgot here. Luger and Tank Abbott brawl around the ring. Tank gets in the ring. Luger just runs off. I think Liz end up macing him, maybe. I don't remember this shit at all. <laughs> so so <laughs> Luger, Luger and Liz walk to the back. Jerry Flynn, not Jerry Lynn. Yeah, Jerry Flynn. Jerry Flynn comes out to literally a negative reaction. Like he sucked energy out of the crowd. <laughs> Jerry Flynn comes out. And does some bullshit martial arts with Tank Abbott in the ring. Oh, my God. They forget about everything between them two. <laughs> they go back to Luger and Liz walking to the back still. And Luger turns around and we get this weird shot where we see, like, a crow's ass. As Luger looks shocked that the crow is looking at them. I don't. You don't. <laughs> I must have fallen asleep or something. I don't remember that shit at all. This all happens, and it's one of my least favorite things on the fucking show. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. <laughs> Sting, Luger is frightening as Sting in the black jacket and the makeup. <laughs> he looks like fake NWO Sting, but worse. Man. Oh, my God. That's another thing about, like, WCW in the beginning of 2000, they have they're missing a lot of, like, big players. Like, there's no Hogan. There's no Sting. There's no Goldberg. Yeah. They're missing a ton. Um, there's more, too. Yeah, there's got to be more. Yeah. Well, there's no... On this show, and he was huge at this time, there's no Benoit. Because yeah, Benoit... They, they hinted that Benoit's going to get a U.S. title match at Sold Out. Jarrett mentions that he's in Japan, which, this is January 3rd. Yeah. January 4th is Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, he wrestled, I'm pretty sure Kingdom. that he was on the 2000 Wrestle Kingdom show. Okay. So he was in New Japan. Except he doesn't show up for Thunder either. No. Oh, he's not for Thunder, oh, which would make sense because I'm probably taped the next night. Yeah. I'm looking up Wrestle Kingdom 2000 right now. Um, I can't believe you missed that whole Luger segment. I need to go back and watch it now. Because oh, my God. I literally, I would, I would talk nonstop about that if I remembered it. It is so bad. It must have just, like, fallen over me like a glaze. Like, I, I've been so, I was already so <laughs> uninterested in this entire show that it just washed over me, and I just did not say shit about it. Ooh, January 4th, 2000, Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. The third match of the night was a singles match between Hiroyoshi Tenzan defeated Wild Pegasus. Ooh. So he went back to the Wild Pegasus gimmick for that show. That's cool. Kind of fun. Kind of fun. That's fun. We're just talking about fun stuff. That's fun. Yeah, we're just having fun, guys. So. I don't know what I did because I have that. What's your next thing? Yeah. And then my next thing is why are they ringing the bell? Was this an official match? And then I have Disco is such a shitty friend standing back and saying, oh, geez, as his friend gets obliterated by these Italian dudes. But I think that was in the back. Yeah. That they was were, in the back. the fuck out of Lash LaRue. You spaced on that whole Luger I thing. I did. I literally, like, I would have I would have written books about oh, this segment, dude. how you're talking And if about. you could have seen Jerry Flynn come out to negative reaction. Oh, 
Holy shit. You need to go back and watch it. I need to go back and watch it. We need to go back. I have to go back. <laughs> we got to go back to 2000. But now, but now we're getting to the commissioner. Oh, my God. Now the commissioner's finally arrived from the airport that we've been watching. This fucking old man we in a watched, suit and tie. We watched him drive all the way from the fucking airport in Greenville all the way to the arena. What and a now, trek. And now Rob Gardner. <laughs> Is that who this was? Yeah. He's the assistant to Bill Bush or some bullshit. I sarcastically put a note that said, huge pop for Rob Gardner. <laughs> and then I put, Rob Gardner looked like a shitty Lorne Michaels. <laughs> yes! Oh my God, he did. That's amazing. Also, I also put, powers that be, writers with ironclad contracts decides to reform the NWO. This is fucking awful. It's like watching two kids argue over who has invincibility. Oh, it's so bad. So this bad. is a wrestling show or a shitty show where the backstage drama is aired out in the ring, and if so, why do they? Why do we care about the wrestling? Yes. Because it's like there's so many segments. Even in Thunder, there's so many segments where it's like anytime someone wants to bring up that something's not going right for them, they always bring up the powers that be. Oh, Joel. And now it drives me fucking. Insane. I know we're doing this because you didn't really watch 2000 WCW. No. Get ready to be fucking pissed this whole year. This well, is already, 2000. I already, I already know. I already know. Bash the beach. I know that. Sure, that's, that's the big be, one. That's gonna be the culmination of all this shit. But it's not. It goes on after that. God. But it's literally like they all. They get. They spend the whole time. It feels like you're watching a show where it's like, I'm trying to get more power so I can write myself to be the champion later. Yes. And it's like that's not a cool. Then why don't we even watch the wrestling? Right. You're literally telling us all the wrestling's fake. Yep. That, God. yeah. Welcome to the last year of and WCW. Like, this, this, like, fucking old guy, Rob Gardner, who's, like, supposed to be, like, a WCW executive, is doing this shit, too. Whereas, like, wouldn't you have a invested stake to make people believe this shit's real? I know. And he's, like, come, like, out in the forefront being like, I can't believe the writers thought it would be a good idea to bring back the NWO. What, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't care about the... I'm not watching the writers every week. I'm watching the NWO. It's so bad. God damn it's it. so frustrating. I love that Bill Bush is the main character on the entire show, and he's not even there. Never there. And they bring up Bill Bush all the time. I heard his name like 30 times on this show. That was every commercial Bill Bush. It's like they're literally playing to people that read like, like PW Insider. They are, yeah. Whereas like, or no, at that time it was... OneWrestling.com. God, it's yeah. so bad. I know. And then, uh, so they announce it. It's Terry Funk. What a letdown. Like, now, let me hear it's me not out. A, it's not a letdown, but it was like, especially for being in Greenville. Yes. Like, you, there was like a shit ton of flare signs in the crowd. Like right. They, they, they were like almost positive it was flare. And that's what I mean especially, by a letdown. Especially because they were like, they were doing the announcement in Greenville, South Carolina. Like, right. Horseman country. That, and that's what I mean by a letdown. Funk's fine. Like I think that's why they threw in the enforcer, quote unquote. They did, yeah. So you mentioned so Funk comes out, and guys. This fucking promo's fifteen minutes. It's super long. From the beginning of Rob Gardner. There was one of my favorite parts of this whole thing was uh, I think uh, Shivani says, "Look at the." F- Look at the reaction of the fans, and then as he's saying that, they legit are chewing, or they cut to someone on, they cut to a guy chewing on his finger. I yes, <laughs> I have 
WCW cameramen really do a poor job of finding fans that look even <laughs> remotely interested. Acts like he's about to shit his pants, and he's like, "Look at the fans! Look at the reaction of the fans!" And they just they cut to a guy that could give a shit less chewing on his finger. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple times they look at people that are just taking drinks of beer, like. <laughs> Look at the fans enjoying that bush light. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. For real. I'm sure there are people that were cheering, but you yeah. couldn't show them? Yeah. So Funk comes out, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to be honest with you. I crammed this nitro in before we started. I fast-forwarded through this. All right. That's fine. So if you have something, feel free. So, yeah, the, the Funk stuff, it, it, was, it was what it was. Like, Funk... Funk was never struck me as like a good promo. He was just like he pulled him, he played himself off as crazy, and then that built bled into his matches. Yeah. So I didn't even know why they would make him. Just the fact that they could get a name and it was Funk. Maybe that My was why they brought him in. But like, yeah, the idea of Funk being an authority figure didn't really sell me. But when they bring Arn out, ooh, that's when I got excited. Gotta love Arn. Because Arn comes out and like he. Almost like takes this to a completely other level where like he's he almost, he's almost kind of selling it where it's like I'm gonna like you can believe that Arn wants to fucking change shit up. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. They almost should have made Arn the commissioner. <laughs> you know what? It, especially in Greenville, South Carolina. Oh yeah, would have gotten over more. Oh yeah, like Arn comes out and like he speaks with like a passion where it's like holy shit, this is like he means business. Yeah, then, absolutely. Like, they bring the NWO out. And then, like, Arn and Nash go back and forth. And, like, I'll say, talked about, like, our favorite segments and our favorite matches. Arn and Nash going back and forth is my favorite segment. Fuck, I missed it. Because <laughs> it's like, because Nash comes out and says, all right, so you want to be Enforcer? Well, I got your godson David Flair here, right? You can't protect him all the time. And they do, like, this whole thing where then they, Arn's like, holy shit, I took on this job to try and keep you in check. Now I'm paying for it already because you're going to go get my godson, who I love. Granted, David Flair sucks, and he cannot sell anything worth a shit. I hate him. I hate him. But, like, the fact that, like, you see, like, the look on Arn's face when they're like, they can get to my family here. Like, he's already, he's, he's already starting to get the repercussions of him taking on this job because he thinks he's doing it for the best. Okay. And it's like, and, like, even Nash sells it, too, where he's like, we do what we want when we want. You, if you want to come in here and dupe and throw your shit around, that's fine by me, but you're going to pay for it. Yeah. And I was like, when they, had, when they had that whole thing, I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe WCW wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Yeah. They're selling me on a story. Maybe if David Flair is not a total idiot and actually sells like, hey, these guys are trying to fucking kill me. Please help me. Okay. I could be sold in that story. Sure. Yeah. Granted, that's not what we get. <laughs> but at the point of this promo, I was like, that's kind of a cool loophole they throw it they threw into it. Okay. All right. I can get behind that, but I skipped right over it. And and Nash is Nash is so good at promos. Like he even when he doesn't give a shit, like when he puts on his I'm a big scary fucker voice. Oh yeah. You can you can feel that he's gonna kill somebody. Yeah, Nash is really good at getting that that emotion yeah. when he puts it in. Yeah. And when he doesn't put it in, he's really good at getting like a, ah, this guy's just a cool dude reaction. Oh yeah. Like he plays cool dude, but like he plays cool dude so well that when he speaks with like a, I'm angry voice, 
it makes you kind of like it's like the cool dad that gets pissed at you. Yeah, he's like me. <laughs> yeah, like you. Yeah, he's like me. But like, uh, I'm Nash. Yeah, like the whole time he just he literally could give a shit less. And then when Arn comes out and talks about how he's gonna fuck over the NWO and how you guys aren't gonna be have as much power as you had before, like he just turns on a dime and he's like, you know what? Well then fuck you. What if we go and get your your fucking godson David? What if we fuck him up? What do you think then, right? And then like, like his voice goes up a certain octave where it's like, holy shit! Like <laughs> I didn't even think you cared. Yeah. And now you're at this point where you're like you're yelling, you're fucking in his face. Like I don't know, like that. The, the confrontation between Arn and Nash was what sold the whole promo for me. Okay. Cool. So that's your I'll, segment of the night, huh? Yeah, I'll go back and watch the Luger thing. You go back and watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Perfect. Comment on that on next week, or uh, yeah. tomorrow, actually, for Thunder. Um, so, done with that segment? Yeah. Because next, we go back to our tag team title tournament. Because that is the fucking show, is the tag team title tournament. Yeah. Because we were told in the very beginning, we're going to get through the whole tournament tonight. God damn it. My God. I wish they wouldn't have. Um, yeah. So we see, God, talk about over as shit in early 2000, Buff Bagwell. Yeah. And Buff Bagwell and his partner, Chris Champagne Canyon. <laughs> Champagne Canyon. God damn it. With the beauties. With the beauties. The of beauties. Of, of course. Taking on... Screaming Norman Smiley, your dad's favorite yes. wrestler. Dressed as a muskrat or some shit. Dressed as the Greenville Growl. God. <laughs> Teaming with the continent of Asia. Okay, I, I forgot to put that down there. But yeah, Asia, yeah. How could you forget Asia? I was with a Y. Out who, was, who else was in the match? Asia with a Y. Yeah, Asia with a Y. Um, also, Asia, another ripoff. Of uh, Attitude Era WF. China? Being, she's freaking China. Like, for real? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ? Katie's back. She's going to tell us about how much she loved you love Asia. A- you love Asia? Asia. You know. Country? Not the, no, excuse me? Asia's the continent. Me. I love how you say excuse me, like, oh, what do you mean the country? I mean the female wrestler from WCW in 2000. <laughs> It is, see? Oh my God! Even she, she knows. You didn't even have to show her. Even she gets she it. She already knows. It's a WCW you knockoff. Bring up her name, she already knows. Real original. Wow. <laughs> Look, she's, join the, you're already ripping on WCW. Just join us. <laughs> I got to say. I have a family to feed. That, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. I get the heat there. Oh, so, f- uh, freaking Smiley is working his ass off in that costume. God. And he's. Does not stop. No, he doesn't. I think every single suit he wears in 2000 is the most sweat-inducing thing. It is so great. Oh, yeah. He's constantly in, like, super mode of just layering his body. Um, <laughs> something killed me in this match. Watching. Oh, what is this? I'm getting presented with. Oh, that's beautiful, honey. Oh, nice. Thank you, sweetheart. I thought that was pretty pebbles for a second. Uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> to Dad from Piper. I love it. Nice. Thank you, sweetie. Ask Piper about Asia. Hey, Piper. Do you like Asia? <laughs> I have never been there. You've never been there? How about China? Um, it's okay? Yeah? All right. Well, yeah. Most people think WWS okay, and nobody's ever been WCW. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, Piper. <laughs> the fact that you brought up that it was 
Rose wrestling made her already disinterested. <laughs> I know. She's gone. She hates oh my it. My God. Um, yeah, I have nothing about this match. So have... Buff knocks out Canyon before the match even begins. Yeah. Dumbest dumb move. Why? Yeah. Why? Bye, Pipe. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. So I want you yes. to join us later, too. So. <laughs> Uh, you have nothing about this match, so hold on. There's more interference in this fucking match. I have, yeah, I, all I have is, why is Duggan dressed like Judd? <laughs> why is he <laughs> So before Duggan even comes out, the revolution comes out. Oh my god. Because they have something with, against Asia. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Asia was a member of the revolution. Okay. And then broke off. Now, I could be wrong, but right. my 99 memory tells me. <laughs> That Asia was with Shane Douglas, Dean Malenko, and Perry Saturn. Okay. And then broke off. Shane Douglas wearing his, like, extremely large arm brace. Oh, my God. The late 90s, early 2000s, that's all he wore. <laughs> it was part of his costume. God. Um, but then, yeah, Duggan... <laughs> I forgot about this. Duggan runs out, but Bagwell's music is still playing. <laughs> Duggan runs out in this dumpy fucking janitor costume, too. I'm buff. I'm the stuff. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, so nothing like, yeah, buff knocks out his tag team partner and then just wins by himself. Doesn't yes, he? yes. Buff knocks out his tag team partner, wins by himself Still against Norman Smiley in Asia. Single-handedly. So, also... Because, well, that's because the revolution fucks over Asia, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also... After Duggan runs out, out comes the filthy animals. God. Conan looks like Grimace on the Subway diet here. <laughs> he is straight purple silk and a purple furry hat. <laughs> he looks like Grimace lost a few pounds. God damn it. It's so good. <laughs> nobody was in creative. Like, nobody was in damage control in WCW. Nobody was in the gorilla position going... Hey, Conan, you're not fucking going out there looking like that. Like, God. It was do whatever you I don't want. I anyone was in the gorilla position at WCW. No. It was the gorilla position. <laughs> hey, you're going out there. I'm going to wear this. Oh, my I'm God. Shit, go. So after this match, we, the last thing we see is Conan standing as Grimace on the ropes. They cut on, on the network on Peacock, right? Yeah. We come back, fucking NWO music. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so we got to have Nash and Steiner versus the Harris Boys. That is... I have nothing written about this match. All I have is, what the fuck is happening? Because then... <laughs> Steiner goes on commentary. Yeah, Steiner goes on commentary. Which is okay, because... Dude. Steiner on commentary is gold. Yeah. But he goes on commentary. And all I have written is, Steiner on commentary for no reason. Varsity club with shitty chair shots. Yep. Steiner, Steiner barely covers for the win. What the fuck? That's it. <laughs> that's That's it, guys. Like... That match meant so fucking little. Did the, did the Harris boys get any offense in, or like? Not that I remember. So Nash just kicks the shit out of two hair out of both Harris brothers, and then who are like equal to him in size yeah, and stature? Enormous. Yeah. So Nash is a god. God. Nash is a god in wrestling. Um, I just have Steiner in that fucking shirt. That's my note. It's in, it is so big. <laughs> it's a 5X shirt. It looks like a it looks like pajama onesie. It, does. it is so I fucking think my daughter big. wears that to bed. <laughs> it's, it's it's fucking the great. It's fucking enormous. It's so good. It's huge. 
So then we go to the back, whatever the fuck that segment was, guys. At this point, they're rushing. Like, let's yeah. be honest. They are. They, we've had the NWO segment where they passed the mic, yeah. and we had the Funk and Anderson in NWO segment. Yeah. Probably equaled close to 30 minutes of interviews. I was going to say, they could have combined the NWO passing the mic segment yeah. with the commissioner segment. It would have been, you could have put another match in there. Or given one of these matches time to mean something. No shit. Like, so many. I should. You know what I'm going to do? Starting on Thunder? Huh. I'm going to do match times. All right. I'm going to do match times because I'm curious. I bet it won't be long. I bet it won't be long. <laughs> but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. I won't promise. I'm going to try to do match times. Right. Coming up next, though, is my match tonight. Mine, too. <laughs> and it's for one person. It's for two people for me. Two people. Let's get, let's they, get into they it. They literally just step back and let Vampiro and, and Crowbar kick the shit out of each other. Joel. And it's fucking awesome. Joel. So let's get into it. So it's <laughs> first off, I have Poor Canyon. Yeah. Poor Canyon. Because this time, Canyon. Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bam Bam knocks him out. Bam Bam gets him on the entrance. Yeah, that's right. And tosses <laughs> him off. Canyon. God. Canyon has not done shit. God. He's supposed to be in this tournament. He both gets knocked out by his partner and then gets knocked out by Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> and the beauties can't do anything. The beauties can't do shit. Fucking Bam Bam just throws him off the goddamn stage through a table. So Buff is going at it alone with, I don't know, what, coked out Flair and Crowbar? Yeah. I hate I Flair's hate gimmick. I hate David Flair. I hate like they, they have, I don't know if at this point they've, they've caught him yet. But, like, anytime someone tries to talk to David Flair, he is doing this weird, shitty laugh. Yes. And it's I, in this match. And I hate it. It's in this I match because he's sitting on the ring steps. so much. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Like, is he, is he on drugs? Is he supposed to be on drugs? Right. I don't know. I can't remember 99 that much. Because there's even, like, a moment on the... Oh, well, we'll get to it in the Thunder. But there's a moment where, like, he seems like he's, he's normal, and it's like, oh, sweet. Now they're like... Like a sweet bonding moment or whatever, and then out of nowhere he does something stupid and just goes, ah, 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 and I'm like, "What is going on? What are you, David Flair?" God damn it! So, Buff starts out looks like he's gonna go solo against Crowbar and Flair, yeah. but out comes, comes a Vader. guy, a guy that I think is gonna be one of my top wrestlers of 2000. I can believe it. Vam. Fucking Piro. Piro coming out saying, I'm just going to, for no reason at all, there's no rules of WCW. No one gives a shit about WCW. Yeah. I'm just going to come out and be your partner for this fucking tag thing. I love it. And um, then, yeah, literally, like, I don't, I don't think Bagwell does much. And David Flair is just sitting on the, on the steps, like, jerking himself off or something. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, I think so he is. Most of the match is Crowbar and Vampiro, and they are fucking killing it. Oh, my God. He gives a spin wheel kick off the top. Off the top. That is bizarre and yeah. amazing. And they do like a full-fledged, like, I'm going to fuck you up, like, superplex, too. Like, God. Like, I've never appreciated superplex more on a show where there's barely any wrestling. Well, and, and <laughs> Tanae calls it best. It's a release superplex. Yeah. Like, he doesn't go down with him. He, like, lets him go. Yeah, he chucks the fuck off of him. <laughs> Awesome! God damn it! And he's given German suplexes. Yeah, and they're killing each other in this uh, match. It is fun. Yeah. I want a crowbar vampiro singles match. Every time, every time I've seen crowbar in a match with someone that's 
remotely good, I'm like, I want to crowbar this person's singles match. Yeah, I feel like crowbar was like, fuck yeah, let's just go. Yeah, crowbar's just like, no one else wants to wrestle, I want to fucking wrestle. Mm -hmm. Well, by the way, crowbar and vampiro both in amazing shape at this point. Oh, yeah, dude, like, they are killing it in this fucking match. Yeah, so good. Um, Yeah, I have fuck, that release superplex. Um, 59-year-old Funk caused Vampiro the match because Funk hit him on the outside, rolled him in, and caused him to get pinned. And then, yeah, and then at the end of it, NWO was back out again. Yep, NWO music. I have they that written. Daphne out yep. to lure David Flair, where they already know at this point they're going to have a match with David Flair later. So why do you have to go out of your way to lure <coughs> him somewhere when he's going to have to be in the ring with you later to have a tag team title match? Yeah. And how how does Scott Steiner try to get <laughs> how to get them fired up about Daphne? Oh. He says, "This bitch is uglier than your mother." <laughs> this bitch is uglier than your mother. Oh man, Scott Steiner, everybody. Um, god damn. So. Up next, we got. Yeah, I have one question here. Yeah. Okay, this seemed it. It confused me the way they shot it. Maybe I just didn't understand it. There was the NWO with Daphne on the stage. Yeah. Right. Crowbar and David Flair were leaving the ring. Yeah. And they went out the side entrance. Yeah. Why didn't they just go attack the NWO? Why does Why does anything happen? Okay, fair <laughs> enough. I'm just making sure that I'm not going crazy. Because they literally like cut to a commercial and we come back and now it's Jeff Jarrett against Scott's against uh, Sid Vicious in a power bomb match. What? Where was this even announced earlier? It was. It was because uh, Terry Funk announces it during his. Okay, that's his why promo. I that's why yeah. I missed it. Okay, he announced it during his promo that Jarrett has to put his U.S. title on the line in a power bomb match against Sid Vicious, where Jarrett gets a near fall on a cross body. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Jared gets a near fall and a crossbody in a powerbomb match. But, hold on. Were the rules that Jared had to powerbomb Sid? Yes! They were. The, the, the rules of the whole match was you have to powerbomb your opponent. Which, okay, so that, okay. So put the favor in Sid. I got you now, okay. What the fuck? Yeah! No one now, gives a shit. But here's another question I have. Okay, referee is Slick Johnson. Yeah. He was the NWO referee. Oh, no. But I don't know when that became a thing. So I might be giving away future storylines here. Oh, no. But I feel like... Call spoilers. I know, spoilers. I'm People sorry. People are listening to our show just to, just to know what happens in <laughs> WWE 2000. Well, I'm having to watch the fucking show. I'm sorry about that. You shouldn't. Uh, you should go watch it. Um, <laughs> so maybe that had something to do with it that we're going to find out later. I don't know. Um, in the middle of this match, we have the WCW Power Plant Elite shown in the crowd. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I noticed a young Mike Sanders. There's a Mike Sanders. There's Chuck Palumbo in there. Chucky P. There's and a, there's meat. Ace in your face, Sonny Siaki. Cocky Siaki, Ace in your face? Yes. Holy Who shit. never made it to WCW television. Man. But yeah, I was like, I like paused it. I was looking at all the faces. And Paul Orndorff and that, oh man, wait till we get to that 2000 WCW. What? When Paul Orndorff comes back. Paul Orndorff? He comes back in 2000. Oh my God. Oh, just wait. 
I hope it's not 01. But we're going to finish 01, right? We talked about that. We might go into 01. Okay. We'll see. Hey, if it means Orndorff, we better. (laughs) I want to see his weird shitty arm. Oh, God. That's shitty. So this is the match where Sid's next. Rest in peace, Paul. Rest in peace, Paul. I am, Mr. Wonderful. I also have a thing where it says the bat is bending when they hit people. (laughs) So did you see it? Yeah, the the bat was bending. The bat, yeah, their aluminum bats, quote unquote aluminum bats, bend like fuck when they hit people. Oh my god, they're so rubber. They're so rubber. They're so they're like the stiffest rubber, but they're not yeah. stiff enough. Sid's neck brace is fucked. Sid's neck brace is fucked. <laughs> Two minutes it's in. Because he wrestles the match with the neck brace on. Two minutes in that thing, he might as well just like flick it, and it's gonna god fly damn off. Damn it! And it's so fucking thick. It's a god. <laughs> He's, the man is wearing a pillow on his neck. He is. He is. He's got a, a down feather pillow. God damn it. Oh, my God. You couldn't get something that looks somewhat more pleasing to the eye. <laughs> it's so the man great. Is wearing fucking, the man is wearing a goddamn giant pad on his goddamn neck. Can I also say, and maybe you didn't notice this, okay, but it stuck out to me like a sore fucking thumb. Sid's music on the network is fucking it's like inspirational it so no sid's music reminded me of eugene's music in wwe like i googled it to listen to what sid's actual wcw music was and it's like kiss like oh man like it's hard like it's like classic rock like arena rock no one's more inspirational than Sid, though. Well, fucking right. The network gave it to him. Because <laughs> it struck me as such an odd choice. Because he comes out to, like, eye of the tiger type bullshit. Oh, my God. Um, now we're finally to the main event. But first, more NWO music. I, I, I have finally put in my notes, I'm sick of the fucking NWO theme. <laughs> I had it all throughout. Every time, NWO music, NWO music. I finally put it at the very end. It has finally broken me by the Good. end of the fucking show. Good. It broke me in three minutes. And then I have a line from Steiner that says, look at you. You look like shit. Yes. Steiner drops the shit bomb three times. He does. In this, in the, he says, like, even when he's on commentary, there's... Plenty of times where he cuts Mike Tanay off, being like, that's bullshit! Yep, he or does. Like, this aired on TNT? <laughs> so, within, within like 30 <laughs> seconds, within 30 seconds, here's what he says. I have Steiner on commentary as gold. That fan gets in his face on commentary. He goes, get out of my face, white trash. You look like shit. <laughs> then he goes, Mike Tanay, this is bullshit. Then he goes, Flair sucks. And this other guy sucks. What the hell is a hurricanrana? <laughs> That's within 30 seconds. <laughs> Steiner's going to be my Steiner might be my MVP in 2000. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, man. So the match is whatever. It's the match is whatever. Nash beating the fuck out of Crowbar and Flair. Yeah. Nash is, yeah, I think Nash is mostly beating the fuck out of David Flair. And this, so their whole agenda the entire show was to corner David Flair and legit almost kill him because David, because Arn's the enforcer. Right. They just treat it like a regular match. They Why do. Why you not do like a whole thing where it's like, let's fucking get rid of Crowbar and then just 
beat the fuck out of David Flair. Right. But it's literally like a regular tag match. It is. And it makes no fucking sense for like the story you're trying to tell. No, not at all. Um, so eventually, we have Arn coming out with uh, like 13 security guards. <laughs> with a tucked in ref shirt looking like he's older than he is now. Yeah. And he gets on the, on the apron. And he comes in the ring. When Steiner's being surrounded by security guards, so Steiner can't see what's going on. Yeah. And Arn hits Nash in the back with the crowbar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Arn hits Nash in the back with the crowbar. To no reaction. Yeah. I don't know if you heard that. No one. The crowd didn't react. I can't think of a lot of things anyone gave a shit about at all during this show. No. And that's what struck me the most because 2000 is a phenomenal year for crowds in wrestling. Yeah. Like, 2000 is a I fucking people, huge year. There's a lot of people out there with signs and yeah. people are excited like they're they seem genuinely happy to be there 2000s like just peak. don't give a shit about anything wrestling related no <laughs> like anything that's going on in the ring they're just like i don't care i want to try and get on tv and fucking show my sign oh my god the amount of people trying to just get their face on camera <laughs> is amazing but yeah no reaction at all when arn hits nash um and then we have <laughs> i so so I did not hear the whole Nash or the whole Flair segment about him with the Godfather and the Godson and all that bullshit. Yeah. So it cracked me the fuck up when Tanae goes, Flair laid out his Godfather. <laughs> or what do you say? Like Nash. Nash laid out Flair's Godfather. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I didn't know that was a big thing, yeah. but that's because I missed the promo. And then I do this whole thing, too, where, so at the end, the whole, the whole schmoz happens, fucking Arn fucks over NWO, Flair and Crowbar are the tag champs, fine, whatever. And they do a whole thing. It is so sloppily put together. Because, oh. So Jarrett comes out with Daphne, literally walks past David Flair, choking Daphne with a bat, where it's like, isn't your objective to get David Flair? Yeah. Like, you took Daphne captive to get David Flair. Right. And, like, David Flair walks past them. He doesn't try to stop them. Jared <laughs> doesn't try to stop David Flair. It's just, like, they're getting to their positions for, like, this next thing that's supposed to happen. <laughs> right. Where, they, like, no one gives a shit about the story. It's, like, someone just told him, oh, Jared, go here. Flair, go there. It's so bad. I don't so care bad. if you walk by each other. Just fucking do it. No. It's so bad. And then, even then, and then... They're trying to play off that, like, David Flair's insane, where, like, he, even after Arn is trying to help him, and he helps him, and then he wins the tag belts or whatever, David Flair still hits him with a crowbar. Right! And then the NWO takes that, take, takes advantage of that, and beats the fuck out of Arn, and then takes him hostage. And the thing is, there's so much going on. So much. And there's so much. And there's so many people out there that everything gets lost. Yeah. That arm that flare hitting arm with the crowbar should be big because the whole fucking show is built around they arm. They've done that in the middle of the ring so people could see it. But no, they did it in the aisleway around yeah. everybody. Around a whole bunch of other things that were also happening. Like the camera, the TV camera barely caught it. Yeah. It's so bad. There's there's things even like to a spoiler of thunder, there's things that you're supposed to see on thunder that the camera doesn't catch at all. Like, Mike today has to say, this happened! You should have seen it happened! Well, it happened at the end of this show with the trunk. Yeah, oh, did they show? I thought they showed him getting thrown in the trunk. They did not. 
Really? They did not. God. So they, after Arn gets laid out, they end up taking him into the back, the NWO, and beating him with a crutch the whole way to the back, whatever. But while that's going on, uh, at the beginning, Nash has Funk in the ring. This powerbomb. I, I do have Funk almost died on that powerbomb. He was expecting a pile driver for some reason. Yeah. And probably because he's worked Lawler a thousand times. Oh, dude, Cole. And. Again, not to spoil Thunder, but there's a similar one like that on the stage. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I thought Funk was going to die. Because Nash had to literally, like, shift his whole body yeah. to tell Funk, fucker, get up. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. But even though Funk, like Funk is way past his prime, and granted they're they're probably giving him way more shit than he should be doing. Yeah, I still love Funk. Like, oh yeah, there's a point where like he's in the middle of the ring throwing haymakers. And he looks like he's legit killing dudes with his fucking punches. I have a note. Funk swinging the shots at Nash. God, he looks like he is killing dudes with these punches. He's they're not even punches. They're just haymakers. Yeah, he's like, just literally throwing his arm as. As hard as he can yeah. at people. It's what an old man, yeah. I feel, would do in a fight against a gang. Yeah. Like, like I'm just going to swing my fucking arms. As and... as Funk is, he is trying to sell the fuck out of like, yeah. what, he's, what they tell him to do. No, I mean, I'm not trying to give Funk any shit. Funk is great. No. And Funk was great even like four years after this in MLW 2000. Holy shit, the Rambler! Here comes the Rambler. The Rambler has arrived. Rambler, what do you remember about 2000 WCW? <laughs> How old were you in January of 2000? Did you get a haircut? January? Yeah, January 2000, Def Leppard. How old were you? A month shy of being six. All right, were wow. you watching? So you were. <laughs> if he was watching, I doubt he remembered it. God damn it. My mom wouldn't probably let me. God damn. We so, gotta get you in one of these, pro, uh, one of these uh, pay-per-views for Why You Kill Me. Yes. Sold out. Oh, my God. Our first guest, you the, the Rambler. Pe- you got Peacock, right? WWE? Watch yeah. Sold Out 2000. He's got the whole VPN bullshit. Yeah. He gonna, gets it for free. Gonna, okay. Watch Sold Out 2000. We'll talk about it on here. Watch Sold Out 2000 and okay. take notes. We'll, we'll fill you in on all the things that happened. You, you can be our first stream, guest. I missed the Extreme Rules. Well, so did everybody. Yeah. That's true. The whole world did. No one gives you <laughs> Extreme Rules. <laughs> So, uh, no this is being put out January of next year. No one, no one even knows what we're talking about. That's true. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking cold in here. Oh, it's January. Burr. Shit. Burr. How are you wearing shorts and flip flops <laughs> and a tank top with your, with your nipples hanging out in January? Jesus Christ. Warm blood. <laughs> Do you need a Potosi lemon shandy? I got a Saturday. All right. Fair enough. We're all about the fruity beers here. <laughs> Oh my god, oh, we're no, finishing up, but come on we're in. We're finishing up. We're in the main event here, man. We're in the main event. Here, come on over. All so, right. we got uh, Arn gets carried to the back, gets thrown in the trunk, but we have to be... <laughs> the trunk, and they drive off. We have to be told, <laughs> Mike Tanay goes, Arn Anderson <laughs> is in the trunk! I do remember this now, yeah, because I'm out of nowhere, <laughs> Mike Tanay's like, Arn Anderson's in the trunk, they're driving off, we gotta go! What? As wait, the, wait, what? It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> and that closes out our nitro. Also, this is the uh, this is the establishment of the notorious NWO bat poke, where 
They love oh, poking yes. dudes with bats. They do. They do. They're big pokers. It is the it is yep. the it is the quintessential <laughs> NWO move where if you have a bat, you don't hit him with it. You poke him. Yep, you're you right. Poke him as hard as you can with the bat. Let, we should count the pokes for 2000. <laughs> Dude, wait till you get to the the thunder oh, after fuck. this. Oh no. They are bat poking the fuck out of Arn in the back. Oh no. <laughs> No, Arn bat poking. They are bat poking like motherfuckers. Oh my god, hashtag bat poking. <laughs> there we go, let's get it trending. Hashtag, hashtag bat poking. Hashtag bat poking. This is going to trend next year. This show's not coming out for fucking six months. You know what? Months. In January, I'm going to check it out. <laughs> hashtag bat poking. Hashtag bat poking. Hey, this, this show is going to drop January 3rd, 2000. January 32, or not January 3rd. Oh, January, yeah. the Monday of... I'm going to look it up when this is going to drop. Let's see. Let's see. Actually, I know. I think it's January 2nd. January f- um, 3rd. It is? Holy, Holy shit. shit. We're going to be right on 22 right years. We're going to be right on track. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. Rambler, aren't you excited? <laughs> We're going to be on track with the fucking WCW 2000. We picked the right we year. We picked the right year. <laughs> 22 years later. Fucking right. We've had this planned we out. somehow found a way to line up the fucking dates. Oh, my God. I can't wait. This is great now. Holy shit. No, oh, he's knocking you over there. I'll do it. Oh, man. That's right. Saw 5 just went up tonight. Well, I mean, three months ago. Mm. What? <laughs> That's right. Three months ago. Three months ago tonight. So, uh, okay, favorite segment, Bucky. Favorite segment? I'm going to say it's that, that Arn Kevin Nash showdown in that, uh, in that promo. Okay. I mean, it was, it, it was what it was, but, I mean, the promo wasn't all that great, but, like, the passion with Nash and Arn just doing a promo, I was loving it. Okay. Those two alone made that promo. Fair enough. And I need to go back and watch it. But... For me right now, favorite segment is the last segment, simply for Steiner on commentary. Steiner on commentary. Which I've already said, but I'm going to say it again. shit three times. Get out of my face, white trash. You look like shit. This is bullshit. (laughs) Flair sucks. The other guy sucks. What the hell is a Hurricane Rana? That 30-second segment is my favorite segment Scott on the whole. Scott Steiner's going to be my MVP of 2000. Scott Steiner gives no fucks gonna, in 2000. We're going to make the Rambler watch WCW 2000. He's going to be listening to these shows and like, i gotta oh. watch. I got to watch along with him. You have to, man. <laughs> you have to. Wait till Medeja joins him. Oh, my God. Medeja's hot as shit, though. Medeja is pretty hot. Medeja's pretty hot. Medeja's got some but donkers. But, my God, Steiner does not care about anything... He yells shit three times on TNT. Does not get censored once. It's so good. I'm pretty sure that the, the, the like Peacock oh, thought this was TVPG. Oh my god. <laughs> they, 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 it's, like, I, I don't know, but it was like I don't think they realized that Steiner yells shit three times at the end of this show. You never hear shit at all throughout uh, the whole show until Steiner gets on commentary so and yells good. shit three times in a row. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The best. All right, favorite match. I think we're both in agreement. Man, it's it's the fucking. It's Buff 
and Vampiro. Awesome Vampiro against Crowbar and David Flair. Absolutely. Based on the fact that it's Crowbar and Vampiro beating the fuck out of each other. Yeah, and Buff, you know what? The the uh, the flipping. What's yeah, what like he, Buff, Buff did some cool stuff. What he calls too, finish? Like, um, blockbuster. The blockbuster. The blockbuster is a cool finish. He did some cool shit in there, but like, he, I don't think he's in there that long. He's not. He tags out the Vampiro not too long after he gets in there, and then it's just legit Crowbar and. Crowbar uh, Vampiro. and Vampiro beating the fuck out of each other. Yeah, and they it's, fucking kill it. It's awesome. I am so excited. Until we hit 2000, or mid-2000. <laughs> mid-2000, we're going to see Great Muda come in. <laughs> and Great Muda is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, but mid-2000 Great Muda, before he shaved the hair and started doing Shining Wizard, <laughs> fucking sucks. And he tags with Vampiro, and it's weird. We already have a request from uh, uh, also friend of the show, Stumpy. Yeah. He wants to be on the show that has the, what the hell do they even call it? The Stages of Hell or something. Oh, David Flair? No, 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 no. We're going to see Sting and Vampiro oh. in like a fire match. Oh, okay. Later on in the year. All right. So well, we, got, we got guests coming up galore, guys. There you go. So Rambler, you are more than welcome for Sold Out. You are our first we, invited guest. Yeah. Man. When we when we cover sold, WCW sold out 2000, you are more than welcome to be the guest for that show. Which fun fact will be Chris Benoit's last match in WCW. Really? I thought he had another one where he wrestled for the title and won it. That's at sold out. Really? Yeah. Cuz they're there's building up they're building Because Jared the and... next night is the debut of the Radicals. Oh my god. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So what happened? Okay. We'll I, get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Because right now they're building to Bret Hart and Sid Vicious at, at Sold Out. They are. They are. Yep. And uh, they're, yeah, they're building to that. They're building to um, – what else was there? We got uh, Jarrett and Benoit in a three stages of something. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I know they're – they're yeah, they're wrestling for the U.S. title. Yeah. I know um, it's a – there's a – uh, Jerry Flynn and Tank Abbott are in a match. Well, of course, Jerry Flynn, because he's of got course. all the reactions. There's a for the hard way match they mentioned briefly in a Norman Smiley match. It's going to be Brian Nobbs versus Fit Finley versus Norman Smiley versus Meng. Oh. For the WC- oh, I didn't mention who the WCW hardcore champion oh, is right now, and it is Screaming Norman. <laughs> Let me put that in my title history quick. God, I can't wait to get even more shit face on these shows. God, man, Cole, we should we should really plan these. We've gone an hour and a half on the first night show. This is great, though. I don't oh, want to shorten these up at all. This is so much fun. They might I start hope shortening up once we start getting into like the like when they start repeating themselves a lot. They might start shortening them up, but. This is our introduction. I figured this one was going to be long. Because yeah. This is where we're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. God. I fucking love it. This Man. is this is great. Dude. Fans, I hope you guys love it. Let us know. If you don't love it, Let I mean, know. we're going to have so many of these in the can that you're going to have oh, to yeah. deal with it. We're not going to remember what this was when it actually comes out. You're going to have to fucking deal with it for a while. Yeah. But. but I got, I got, I already watched The Thunder. I got two words for you for the Thunder. Okay, let's hear it. You're going to... Suck it. (laughs) Juventud Guerrero... God damn it. ...is the best... I want him to be the poster child of everything WCW at this point. I can't wait. He does a thing where he tries to take Mean Gene's job throughout all of Thunder. Okay. And it is amazing. (laughs) It is literally... (laughs) 
It, I probably would have started watching WCW if I knew who and two Guerrero doing this gimmick would have been <laughs> on the entire time. He's like doing Funaki before Funaki was doing it. Oh, great. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. There's one point where he calls he calls Chris Canyon shampoo. <laughs> shampoo instead of champagne? <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, shampoo, give me some juice. <laughs> God damn it. Dude, who would do Hoovy? Hoovy on Thunder. Holy shit. You gotta shit. come back come back in a couple days for our, our review on Thunder. Oh my god, so absolutely. Hear all of the wonder that is Hooventu Guerrero. Oh, I he just and he is an MVP for me so far. That is amazing. I'm just looking and seeing if there's anything I missed on this week's show. But there's not. There's not. There's not. We covered it all. We covered it all in depth and then we almost, some. We almost did it the length of the show. I know. Oh, shit. You know what we missed by not covering the last three-hour Nitro? What? Kevin Nash beating Sid Vicious and The Wall in a handicap match. What in the fuck? He's the... What? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Even this dog is pissed. Oh, and and Bret Hart defeating Jerry Flynn in a world championship match. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm glad we didn't cover that shit. My God. What do you think, Rambler? Guys. Doesn't pay to think, I don't. Doesn't pay to think, he says. you fucking give me shit for Def Leppard? You got a Van Halen shirt on. I'm into these, like, band shirts lately. That's right. They're good. I don't cut them up to let my nipples hang out, though. I do. I'm fat over heat. What if I could? <laughs> I gotta disperse the heat. <laughs> Bucky, anything else? Nah, that, guys, I'm I'm spent. I'm spent this night. Oh my god! I think what? We sucked it dry. What fun? Oh man. All right. Well, I can't I, wait for thunder. I've already. I've already. Seen, I, I'm not gonna try and spoil any more. Nope. For you. I've I've gone too far already. Sweet. So, uh, Cole, if they want to catch you, where can they find you? Oh, my God. Talk to me about anything Nitro, Thunder, 2000, anything wrestling-related, movie-related, review-review podcast-related, at Coach Havens on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever the fuck else is out there at this point. Lucky. That is if you're still on social media in in 2022. Why am I not going to be? Am I going to be canceled? Maybe you might get Amish or something. Oh, maybe old Cozy Jack's going to make me canceled. (laughs) I get a cup full of blue chew with a coat the throat with some applesauce. <laughs> Guys, if Bucky. you want to catch me, you can find me at Bucky Everyone on Twitter. You can catch us all on Review Review Pod, uh, Review Pod on Twitter, also <laughs> Review Pod at gmail.com. Email us, email us your favorite matches from WCW in 2000. Who do it? <laughs> like Troy gives a shit. Like Troy gives a shit. Uh, yeah, let us know. What do you think? What do you think of WCW in 2000? Uh, there's probably only like five or six people that are patrons right now. Who gives a shit? Hey, maybe we're going to get more. Who knows? We might get more. Who knows? <laughs> That's push right. It. Ramblers. Push a, real, push a real good Rambler. Rambler's got uh, his cardboard sign out for us every day. There you go. <laughs> and uh, thank God that you guys are patrons so you can listen to all of our shows on here, including Why'd You Kill Me? Go back in the store. Like, what might be all of our jigsaws? So oh my god! I hope they're done by they then. Will they all be up by this point? Yes. Hopefully. We only have three more. <laughs> <laughs> god. 
Jesus. And uh, all of our shows, of course, you can find them on on anywhere you can find a podcast, which you already know because fucking you're on the Patreon. It'd be really weird if you signed up for the Patreon, didn't know what the show was. <laughs> but uh, there you go. So uh, until Thunder, I'm JT3K. I have been a white trash piece of bullshit. <laughs> okay, Scott Steiner. <laughs> and we're off.